We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And welcome to Light Years. Sam Spandiari here. I got I got special guest Dieter Kurtenbach across from me. This is the Pacific Catch post game show. Pacific Catch, sustainable food, West Coast style. The Warriors first road win of the year. Feel like um, what what a time to be alive. Yeah, I mean one and eight on the road, but but. Completely back, and there's really two stories for this game. So the question is, do we want to go with the positive, which is Clay Thompson, or the negative, which is the second unit first? And I'm going to say, let's start with Clay. Yeah, we can. Um, <laughs> we'll talk second unit more than enough tonight. So Clay Thompson, uh, 41 points, um, 10, 10 threes. Uh, you know, he he was kind of moping around um, before the last two games, and mm-hmm. he he's finally looking like Clay Thompson. What do you attribute it to right now, my man? Well, I mean, the shooting stroke was going to get there. You've acknowledged this a million times. Like the mm. shots that he was missing, he was just kind of pressing it. It was either coming up short because he didn't have enough burst in the legs. That's understandable given the lack of scrimmaging that he did over the summer. And then he was doing just stupid shit. Like he was just like taking fadeaways when he didn't need to take fadeaways. And he was forcing shots up in situations where the ball had no kinetic energy. And I think the last two games, if like you have to break down what changed for Clay, yes got his legs under him a little bit he's feeling a little bit more in the zone but like he just stopped doing stupid shit and I'm sure that's what the Draymond team meeting was all about right Clay you're too smart you know the system better than anybody on the planet tied with like four other dudes but like you know this system like you're doing stupid shit like you're not playing within the rhythm of the game and it's one thing when you have a new guy doing it or Jordan Poole doing it or you know some Mm -hmm. kid doing it but Clay Thompson doing it that was that was unacceptable and he just looks right. He fits into the system as is currently constructed, even with the new guys as Clay Thompson, right? Like that role will always exist. And he's finally fulfilling it the last two games. So we'll see if it we'll see if it sticks around. But it's nice to see him make shots. It's nice to see him kind of zone out, right? Like <laughs> the yeah. irony is when you say Clay Thompson's not doing stupid shit anymore on the floor. 
it's because Clay Thompson is just in this like weird flow state that no one can ever possibly comprehend. He just he he intuitively no, does the smart thing. He's best when he's playing in the flow instead of playing laid back. I, I feel like yeah. um, Bogut said it um, hmm. during the first iteration, you know, the pre KD years, where he's like, "We're at our best uh, when Clay's going off because that means the ball is really moving." Totally. Um, and, and like my my thought watching the last two games is at least the first unit they look like the Warriors. You know, like you can 100%. you can transport them. It could be 2015, could be 2019. Like, obviously, some of the pieces change. You know, Harrison Barnes becomes a, a KD, becomes a Wiggins. Uh, Bogut turns into a Looney, but it's like, it's the same. It's Warrior basketball. It's like ball moving side to side. And then all of a sudden, Steph or Claire relocate. It's like, oh, shit. You know? There's like eight actions on top of yeah. one play, and it's barely a play. Like, that's Warriors basketball. And as much as the league has come to understand what that style is and try to replicate it in a lot of situations. Like mm-hmm. nobody does it as well because nobody has a Draymond Green and in particular Steph Curry and a Clay Thompson. And, and you need that Clay Thompson too, because Draymond can't shoot and neither can Looney, uh, even though they'll have their nights where they're both putting the ball in the hoop, but Draymond in particular, I thought he had right. a nice night on Friday, but like um, it, it, you can, overwhelms Steph a little bit. It's not like he's six foot seven, 225 pounds. It can go up and rise and get one over anybody. Like he, the heliocentric offense doesn't work for a guy of his size. So you have to run the system. Nor does it, have, nor does it know, like bring out the best in him anyway. So totally. It's, just, it's kind totally. of like, a, yeah, totally. yeah. This guy who freaks everyone out when he's running around, why would you want him to just dribble at the top of the key for an hour and a half? You know, because, because of the, I don't know, like, some sort of legacy argument (laughs) it's not for me but you know i'm sure some people want that but when you have clay creating some balance on the court right right side is curry left side is clay flip it like there's some balance to the court it spaces everybody out and it's pretty unstoppable when the ball actually moves and it's looked really really good the last couple of games and it's had it it had its flashes well before right it's not as if the starters had sucked all year it's that clay had kind of sucked all year and even when he would have a spurt or two, they would look spectacular and they'd be really good in the other moments. So um, that's a good thing to see. And then you get sort of to the bench and we're kind of having the same problems, but it's good to see clay back because the warriors are, you know, they'll sh- <laughs> at a certain point, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to sh- you know shorten the rotation and to have a five man unit, the way that they have a five man unit um, in the starters that can just score like they can score and defend like they can defend. I mean, you got to feel really good about that being the baseline of the team. I mean, the, the the machine is not broken. It just needs maybe some new parts or some oil and some very specific parts. Yeah, it's like, um, and and to point to it, it's like that's also why Wiggins is really important to the starting unit. Like, you just need a third scoring option out there because, like, it's not going to be Draymond. It's not going to be Looney. They're they're different types of players, um, and Wiggins has filled that role perfectly. And like, honestly. I still think this starting unit can beat any team. Like yeah. their minutes, they can hang with anyone. Like I, I feel pretty good here. Yeah. I guess let's let's wrap this up with where are you at with Clay? Are you are, are you officially unconcerned? Um, you mm. think he's like rounding into it, or is this just kind of like I mean, let's be real, it's the Houston Rockets, you know? Like, yeah. and he he can shoot. Like, um, are we beyond the, are we are we willing to just throw those first 10 games out as a guy who didn't play in the offseason was mm-hmm. probably out of shape and yeah. um and then start pressing and then um you know now now he's in 
<laughs> basically now it's his right now he's like at the beginning of the season or are you still kind of like any see more I, I need to see a little bit more because the numbers were really really bad right like everything mm-hmm. you said could end up making complete sense but i'm just not at the point right now where i feel like i can say that is affirmatively like what is going on like i agree again that all of those things have happened but that's not to say that now it's over that those sure. issues won't prop up again and honestly like you get two good games under your belt draymond lights a fire under your ass how long can that continue like it, it, <laughs> i don't i don't know if this is uh, a sustainable form of motivation for him to get his legs under him on shots and to stop taking stupid shots i presume it is but i just i can't be sure because it's not like it was last year where the numbers mm. dropped off right like the numbers yeah. dropped off and he would have moments here or there but he would you know just wouldn't take as many shots and he wasn't getting as open and he wouldn't have as you know as good of defensive performances like you just saw the attrition that the two leg injuries provided and it looked about right like that's the clay thompson you're going to get and we're not going to have a conversation about the contract or anything it was just that that's the clay thompson he's not that sort of all-star level clay anymore he's a little bit less than that and that's still a very good winning player but the first 10 games i mean were so bad Thirty-five percent from the floor overall, not just from three overall. Yeah. Like, I got, I got to see more than two games, including one against the Rockets, to to really feel like, hey, it's over. And you know, I think back, I've been thinking a lot about the twenty twenty one team. Um, I, I can't remember which which year was it that Clay broke the uh, the single game three point record, like twenty nineteen. It was the um, yeah. it it was against the Bulls. It was uh, against the Bulls. Abysmal hometown by the Bulls. Um, uh, it was the uh, I can't remember if it was before or after Christmas. I think it was before oh. Christmas. That's for sure. Yeah, I mean, it was. I just remember Clay, and, and he, you know, he and I had a conversation about it, a pretty light one. <laughs> it wasn't really much to go, but like I, I, I was openly calling him out like he was playing like absolute shit at the beginning of that season, right. and a lot of that, you know, was attributed to him pressing. And once he got that three pointer record in that game, that everything just sort of opened up and he lived free again. He was Clay Thompson once again. So uh, it wouldn't stun me at all if your <laughs> order of events turned out to be correct because now he's seen it go through the hoop. Now he right. can be his then Clay again. But it, man, 35% from the floor, just doing really like egregious nonsense to the point where he's got to get called yeah. out of the team meeting. We like, have a. Um... Yeah, yeah, for sure. We have a, and piggybacking on that, Draymond in the post game right now, and this is a quote via Shana Rubin, yeah. uh, your colleague yep. at Merck News. Um, Draymond on Clay. When Clay worries about what happens with this team, he plays great, and we win. Whoa, he's the most competitive guy I've ever played with. The most important thing to him is always winning. I want to call one thing out in there um, before we like dissect it a little bit, but yeah. it's like. Um, Part of the reason I give Clay more rope than most players is he's proven to be a like whatever expression like a foxhole guy. Like it's totally. game, it's game six, it's game seven. Mm-hmm. He you can count on him to compete against anyone, whether he hits shots or misses them. Like mm-hmm. it, that's above. Like that's that's a different thing. But it's like there are guys who get spooked in those moments. And there are guys who compete yeah. on both ends and rise to the stage in those moments. And Clay's always been the rise to the moment type of competitor. And I would say, honestly, that's like what makes the Warriors big three old, you know, the, the core, whatever you want to call them special. It's like, 
if they lose, like I can live with it. I've never seen them yeah. quit on a game though. I've never right. seen, I've never seen any, them pull a James Harden. I've never seen them pull like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like where you're just totally. like, man, you just no showed. It's like, all right. You, so you didn't hit enough shots in a game yeah. seven. It's life, you know, but it's like, that's part of the reason I think he deserves a little more rope. Even if those first 10 games were really annoying to watch like there's I mean, no, no way around that then that was kind of the concern right the first 10 games he was moping around and yeah then, exactly so and it's like that's just not the clay thompson that you know understanding of course that like the warriors are taking the regular season as seriously as i take my diet like it's just sure. <laughs> it's just it's obscene but like the pressing the pressing is something you can always get over like I'll, i'm never sure. going to fault a guy for trying too hard and so right. if that's clay's biggest sin like sign me up, like legitimately. You can, and that's you the can same work thing your you can way around. Up. You can work your way. You can get him to like a balanced state. And listen, we're we're finding out, you know, firsthand, and we've seen this multiple times over the years. Like you have to have dudes who are selfless in the sense that they just care about winning, but they'll mm-hmm. put in the shift. Right? They're going to put yeah. in the shift as hard as they can. They'll the play their role, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And. You know, there's some real Kelly Oubre energy with the second unit right now. <laughs> and I don't know who the Kelly Oubre is, who's like my least favorite. What if basketball. they're all Kelly Oubre? They're all kind of Kelly Oubre. And, and um, I saw something on Friday night where Jermichael Green didn't take like a three-quarters court shot at the buzzer as a ah. stat saver. And I'm like, he's got to go. So it's, <laughs> it's like well, my I, one I cardinal go that rule. Far, but like that is like I, I do get what you're going with there. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't hate it from a, from metaphoric sense. All right. I hate it from a spiritual sense, Sam. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Let's get to the second unit. Tonight yeah. was a just another bang up one. Like the war, <laughs> the first quarter, the first quarter felt like 2015, 16. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. they're gonna boat race them. 
uh, yeah. you know, Andy's Andy's going to be tweeting some offensive shit in the third quarter because they've won the game. You right. know, we're all going to have a party, you know, because that's like what it felt like the whole 2015-16 season. Just like totally. one never-ending party, right? Exactly. Um, People are staying up until 1 a.m. on the East Coast to watch it get in. On and the then the second quarter happens, and that was the opposite of it. And it was just like, I mean, first quarter, 40 to 28. Second yeah. quarter, 21 to 37. And at this point, the specific numbers don't matter because it's the same theme. Uh, it's, you know, Wiseman's in Santa Cruz. So, you know, you can't just can't put it on him. No, I mean, I, I have I have my ways to. But um, <laughs> we'll putting we'll that aside. Out. No, I we'll mean, he's, yeah, he's, no, not the, he's not the reason this second unit is playing poorly. Like, I, I jokes he aside. He ain't helping, that's for sure. But, and but. it's just, you know, I watched the second unit. My number one take is they don't have the IQ to play Warriors basketball 100%. like like either Steve needs to put a second system in place for the second unit which he's absolutely not going to do I've I've uh I've led that charge and he's like just well okay, hey, let's 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 he is who he is probe he, on that right now yeah. not even the Steve part because I'm with you like if let's play devil's advocate for Steve here like what would the second system be other than just running a one five pick and roll with Jamichael Green and Jordan Poole. That's like, it. That's that the point. Help? That's the point. Who's, it's like, who's that helping? What kind of an offense is that? Yeah, it's it's maybe it's maybe it buys you. Yeah, it's, it can it's buy probably, you possessions. Like you can get true. away with that for three or four. Um, the same way that they'll play zone defense. Which, by the way, that shit's got to stop. Like I'm so over that. It doesn't work. Every team in the zone. NBA can shoot. Yeah, and and so so we come back to this issue. Of the second unit, I thought what was interesting in this game, for example, was uh, the second unit kind of threw up all over themselves in the first half. And in the second half, he threw Draymond out there with the second unit um, and stabilized it. Uh, And and it gets back to kind of you're mentioning Jamichael. Yeah. Jamichael is a good energy player. He's actually I thought he played really well on Friday night. Yeah. I think he can do certain things, but he's not a facilitator. Uh, he's not no. a no. I mean, no, he's, he's a, a like, catch and shoot guy. I mean, no one ever and he's not even a, a great, not even a great catch and shoot guy. Like he's yeah. just a like he hits offensive glass, good cutter, hard competitor, like a guy you want on the bench in some capacity. But um, um, there are certain there are certain matchups and lineups where you think, oh man, you throw a Jamichael Green in there and stuff's mm-hmm. gonna stuff's gonna break up and open up. But that's not every night, and I'm not sure it's necessary. Like I like him at the five. But that can't be the norm. Like you can't be throwing that kind of curveball every single time. Like people are going to start hitting it out of the park. It doesn't have enough spin. Like it really doesn't. And I just, you know, listen. The one five with Wiseman isn't there. Divincenzo and Pool. But even at, like to, to your the point, point, the one five with Jamichael is the same concept as yeah. the one five with Wiseman. It's just a with a guy yeah. five inches shorter or four inches, right. shorter, whatever it may be. Right. But it's I'm like just saying like, there's it's a no, finisher. There's no... It's an athletic finisher. That's, yeah. that's it. You know? So, yeah. yeah, I just, I just find it interesting that, you know, I, I like Dante DiVincenzo. I think he's a good player. I think that he is going to struggle to find what his role on this team is because it hasn't really been defined yet because Jordan Poole is neither the point guard nor not the point guard. And right. Dante Vincenzo is neither the point guard nor not the point guard. And like I was, it really makes you appreciate one Andre Iguodala 
who took on right. that role a lot. And to like Sean Livingston, I know it's been a long time, but like at least you knew like Sean Livingston would get them into their damn sets. Andre Iguodala gets them into their damn sets. And tonight in the second half, you Draymond Green the got them into through, their damn sets. Through Livingston in the post. You could exactly. run the offense through Iguodala on the perimeter what, or the post. What they do with Draymond, they ran that damn split action 14 straight times down the floor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that and, because and, it gets everybody moving. And it's, by the way, putting Poole and DiVincenzo in good spots because they're combo guards who can put it on the floor, give you a secondary action. But and Dante's really made, made for this system, but the system yeah. doesn't work if you don't have a big you can run it through. Like that's a, that's sure. the thing that stands out to me. Like the You're reason telling me Wiseman can't do it, I, but like also Jamichael and Kuminga can't do it. Like there's a reason yeah. that uh, Anthony Lamb, guy that they signed in camp to, like he didn't even go to nice Japan. With them. No. Like he just he's more suited to play that role than any of those guys and like he's not you know it's it kind of points to uh either draymond and looney are gonna have to play 40 plus minutes a game when we get to the playoffs or they're gonna have to find um for lack of a better term an auto porter because like auto did a lot of that stuff and just yeah yeah just a a third big who's smart enough to to kind of be a hub of the offense because like I that one one play sticks in my mind. The split action through Draymond where Dante cut. That's Dante's game. He's a good passing exactly. pass and move guy. Right now he passes it, but no one passes it back to him if he cuts. Um, exactly. But if you put him with the starting unit, I think Dante would look like a stud, mm-hmm. just like Poole looks like a stud with the starting unit. And like yep. really everyone looks like a stud when they play with Steph Draymond and, and to a lesser degree Looney, where they all yep. know like exactly how they want to move off each other and all you, all you have to do is like understand spacing. I mean, you you pull up Pat Spencer from the G League. I guarantee you he'd look good as a two guard in that front that starting lineup. You know? Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, 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 well, you're now the trade trade concept guru. Uh, as I was reading <laughs> the other day, uh, you know, push into my push into my phone, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'll click on that. And it's, oh, damn, same as Sunday. Um, like, who's a bit? Who's a big? Who's out there and available? Like within reason that can do it because like Kaminga in theory, you should be at least trying that, but they're not going to because they don't trust him one lick. Also, isn't Kaminga the guy you want cutting off the big and just like throwing his head through the rim? You know, they got to have somebody that they can run. Like they got to have some big that they could at least give the ball to in the low post or the high post and can make a decent pass. Like can see dudes on the floor. They don't have to be Jokic. They don't have to be Bogut. They don't have to be Draymond. No, they got to, Zaza did it. Zaza was wonderful. Yeah, right. You you mentioned Livingston. I know he was a guard or wing. No, I mean, but they played him as a five when he, he get yeah, the ball, it's, it's give it over to Andre and get his ass in the yeah, post. Exactly. exactly. Um, who's a guy out there who, who's available who can actually do that? It's kind of a it's kind of a dying breed if we're being honest. I mean, you got Pirtle on the Spurs who everyone assumes is going to get traded, but like uh, that's going to cost you. Even though yeah. he's an expiring, it's going to cost you. And then you got uh, Olenek on Utah where there's the assumption that like, you know, you mean the first place Utah jazz dude, they're fun too. They're, they're good. good they're team. good. Yeah. They're well coached and they have good players. There's they like all know who they players. want. They all know who they want. They all play their role. Like exactly. what a concept and, and no Kelly Olenek vibes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, not, it, Kelly Uber Kelly, vibes. Yeah. Kelly Olenek vibes um, are good. Sometimes wonder if the Warriors thought they traded for Olenek when they got Uber and they're like, oh, I got the wrong one. But anyway, um, you know, like the the, the concept. Way swaggier. Yeah. 
Uh, the, you know, the fans might like him more initially, but they're not going to like him more long term. I promise. Kelly, Kelly Oubre drowned so Jordan Poole could could swim. Yeah. Um. And and so, so let's talk. Let's talk Jordan Poole then, real yep. quick. Gotta call this a disappointment so far, right? Like, I, I just don't know what. Uh, I just know. What the, I don't know what the fix here is because he's a guy who he's going to probably start tomorrow uh, against New Orleans because I don't think Clay's going to play back to back. He doesn't play. Back-to-back. Guarantee you, he'll look fucking phenomenal because he, he looks great when he plays next to Stefan Draymond because most players look like shocking. You play better next to those guys, but it's like that idea of you know you, you got guys who know how to connect the yeah. offense and pass. The next thing you know, Jordan Poole's hitting some dumb shots and then he's pulling up on a heat check. He's making it. He's dancing. I mean, yeah. he's very talented, but he's like a very good player, but it's, uh, I don't but know. Is, I don't see a warrior. I mean, I think that that needs to be part of the conversation. Well, I just don't know what you do with it because Steph, who, by the way, we buried this hmm. 33 and 15 in like unspectacular fashion until the end, just like a steady workman, like, he like didn't. He didn't MVP even start trying to score the ball. So he's like, he's like, fuck. You guys need me to. Yeah. <laughs> like it's one of those where it's like, all right, fine, I'll bail you out. Like it was very like I want to the get... shot clock, like seventeen footers that he would knock in. A lot of like, oh, I guess they're gonna overcommit to. Uh, they're gonna. Clay, yeah. They're gonna overcommit to Clay here, so I'll just take this layup. Like Jordan Poole and I are on transition. I guess I'll do this so he doesn't fuck it up. Like it was. It was a lot of like I want to get Clay and Poole and these other guys going, and I'm I'm fine having 17 points or something. There's and something then they needed. It, then they needed. There is. I mean, that, that's leadership. That's kind yeah. of just being. You what the team needs, but yeah. it's you know. It, <laughs> They weren't winning with a 17 point Steph game. <laughs> so, no. and I think, and I think in the mid, the middle of the third quarter, he's like, yeah, I think I got to get another 30. I guess. <laughs> Doing the math in my head here. This yeah, is going exactly. to work out. <laughs> but I um, started missing shots. That means I got to start making them. But back to pool. Like yeah. they paid him. Technically, they're not paying him till next year. Yeah. He's making 3.9 million. He's a bargain this year. The assumption, the assumption is he's going to be a cornerstone player, not mm. just a guy who plays well off of the other guys and like to be fair like clay only plays well off of the other guys too but clay putting clay in with the second unit and expecting anything to get better also clay got paid before both his legs well only one of his legs to fall apart at that point Um, yeah and and (laughs) felt a lot better about acl than you did about achilles and, and also like clay had a very high intrinsic like defensive value so which pool like Pool's pool's value is is offensive, and um, yep. th- the idea is he's he can carry offensively. It's like you'll be able to figure out. Like, I, I love when people are like, "Oh, Pool needs to improve his defense." I'm like, sure, but his value to being a a star is being a transcendent offensive player. It doesn't need to be yep. Steph Curry, but it needs to be Donovan Mitchell or something like that, oh. where it's just like that's he's never going to make an all defensive team. I know he's got the incentive, but it's probably not happening. Um, yeah, that was, uh, bad. that was bad work by his agent there. And and yeah, through the first fifteen games, uh, I, or sixteen games, sorry, I feel like the uh, the jury's still out on if he can be that kind of offensive player. Because right now he's mm. he's more of a six man. Where I'm like, I know this guy yeah. can get hot, and I know if I put him in the right lineup, he can kill. Mm-hmm. But he's not the guy who carries the line. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest with it. He's still a vibes player, and. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I think that he sucks on the road unless he's playing alongside Draymond and, and Steph all the time. It's because he's got a 
he's still kind of a role player, a young player, right? And what happens? Role players on the road, they usually suck. And the vibes on the road suck. Like you're staying, literally they stay at a hotel in Houston that they nicknamed the two seasons. Like it's not even a good hotel. Like they just, they don't like being there. They hate it. And so I didn't expect Jordan to pull out a nice game. Like this just, he carries the energy and he's 23 years old, which I do think like it, we're now in this weird in-between spot where he is going to be paid like he is owed that money but he's not being paid and he's young but now sure. because he's got not a nine-figure contract coming he's established and like <sighs> i can see it going both ways like i can absolutely in fact i'd say it's more probable than not in my mind that he does become one of the nba's better scores like one of those guys and, and it's, it is worth pointing out his contract pays him to be a tier two guard yeah. not a tier like He's being paid um Tyler he didn't Hero. Get the Zion money or anything like that. Yeah. No, he's he's getting he's getting Jamal Murray yeah. uh Tyler Hero money, which is yeah. like an appropriate like if he can't hit that tier, like he got he, bigger problems. You would love it if he was Jamal Murray. You would probably he you might, know, you I would mean, he like him to maintain Jamal Murray, to be honest. I'm not yeah. big I'm not a big Jamal Murray guy personally, but like that Jamal he's Murray. He's a big does game player though. He has he, he's yeah, he's somebody. I, he Anytime is a guy who's in performed the in some big games. So yeah, I mean, no one was there to see him, but he's performed in big games. Um, it was best AAU tournament on earth. It was um, incredible. I, I can I can see it happening. I just I do think that it is it, he needs to start showing a bit more initiative in terms of running the second unit and, and kind of not moping around a little bit. Like it, I know that he just wants to run one. A lot of irony between him and Clay moping and wanting to both want the starting job. But <laughs> yeah, yeah how about, it's like, how about both of you get the hell up out of here and we'll figure out what to do. We'll like, just get Michael Jordan. We're good. Yeah. yeah like it, listen, they're both really good players. They're both working through some stuff like pool mm-hmm. needs to figure pool needs to work. And I, I, I hate using this term, but you know, on court professionalism, like he just he needs to be more reliable. He needs to create a better baseline that you can count on day in and day out. You're talking about like um when you have one to two poor possessions, like for basically what Draymond does, which is and Steph, where they where it's like out of it's like, yeah, I missed a shot, out of sight, out of mind, next next play. Instead Curry, of like letting it up tonight, gets dropped to the floor. The Kevin Porter doesn't make the shot, but like is on the floor, like flopping around would have been, you know, the number one highlight of the night had Porter made this 15 foot sure, from the baseline sure. yeah. and Curry comes up the next play and just absolutely, you know, wrecks him. And it wasn't like a vengeance thing. He was just like, I don't remember what just happened. Right. Was, and I, so I, I, that's actually a really good call out because Jordan Poole definitely like when things are going well, it's an avalanche. Um, totally. But when things Both are going, yeah, when things are going poorly, uh, he can't just like get out of it. Sometimes it sometimes it takes two quarters. Sometimes it takes four games. Um, yeah. And and to to take to tie it to Clay, it's it's kind of that way with him these days too. He used to be more in the former. Now he's a little more in the latter. Like he used to be a little yeah. more like Steph, where it's like it doesn't matter. Head down, gonna like check this guy from half court, three quarters yeah. court, whatever. Uh, yeah. Now it's like a little mopey when things don't you know. And right now things are going his way. So yeah. Um, we got another it's hard to do vibes all the time right like vibes are are really tricky and you know i I do think that because of steph's greatness we probably 
overvalued the quality of last year's championship team. Like they got three really favorable draws and they played their ass. They like, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away. We're not doing the whole, uh, the whole bubble argument or anything like right. the fair and square champions. But there were so many moments throughout those, that six game series where, you know, a lot of warriors didn't elevate their play, but Steph did. And by the way, the Boston Celtics decided like, what if we shit our pants right now? Like that would be a really fun thing. for no, us. I mean, he, he, he did what the best player on earth does which is like i yeah. i don't know that my team's better than yours but i can break you and but you had, and yeah, yeah exactly like i i'm the one guy out here i'm the best player on the is, floor yeah exactly <laughs> come and get it and jason tatum and you know J- jalen brown i like jalen brown i thought he had a couple of really nice games with jalen brown's like i'm the best player on the floor it's like jalen no you're not like that's no, not how yeah. this is gonna work marcus smart had that same problem and jason tatum had the opposite but you look at you look at like draymond got benched in that series, Draymond didn't play very well. Now there were moments of just transcendent brilliance on the defensive end from Draymond Green, and those need to. Be I think we too. also. I, I do want to throw us out there watching yeah. him in this early season. Yeah. He, no one's no one's writing sob stories for Draymond because he's he's very good at like annoying the general public. But like, <laughs> what happened I don't to the th- podcast, Draymond? <laughs> I know, right? Um, the podcast? I, I don't think enough gets mentioned how much he was like dealing with a limited back in the playoffs because he totally you watch him right now he's yeah. he looks like the draymond of early last year physically mm-hmm. not not as good a team around him but like physically no. and and in the playoffs you saw him where it's like man he's kind of chasing shadows at times or he mm-hmm. can't he can't physically hang but that's that's a different conversation let's get to this clay thing and then let's yeah. move it i think we had a couple callers yeah, so what, um, what first off this tweet incredible um this is this is just this is high grade stuff from a man dalton johnson uh, D- from Dalton Johnson, NBC, uh, NBC Sportsnet Bay Area. Clay admits he lets trolls get to him and says he had a revelation to just be himself and real Warrior fans will keep riding with him. My man's got to deactivate Instagram and Twitter from his phone. That's 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 what I'm taking here. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's good advice for anybody, uh, though it will make it a little bit more difficult to get the baddies to come on through on the road. but. Um, the real Warriors fans line is just like great. Like, like what are you talking? Sycophants? Are we talking about sycophants? Is that what we're talking about? Uh, like I, you're shooting 35% from the floor, my dude. Like, it's not trolling. That's a fact. And you played great the last two games. Like, that's also a fact. Like, I just, accountability is not trolling. And if it's not, you know, external, if, if accountability can only come from like four places, then. So be it. It's it's interesting to see like he's clearly too online. And look, we all got a little too online during the pandemic, and neither you or I were rehabbing like lower body, like well, no. at least I speak for myself. No, uh, but I, like I, I, the man was I, I I completely understand how it's like I can't do anything other than do these weird knee stretches or Achilles stretches and sit on my yeah. phone. And it's not, you know, it's definitely not where you want to be. Like no, advice, don't do it. Listen to light ears and get off your phone. That's that's the only <laughs> thing you should do. Um, but uh, <laughs> if you can find a way to get light ears uh, away from your phone, just like tell yes. your Google assistant or something. Exactly. <laughs> but um, but it is interesting to see him like uh, he's the guy you wouldn't assume lets that stuff get to him as much as it does. Oh. Uh, just like based on image and everything like that, like yeah, and and you know, it's, it's all very. But like I can tell you firsthand, like 
if I say something bad about Clay Thompson in the paper, first person to talk to me about it is Clay Thompson. Nice. Every time. Like, and you know what? Like, that's cool. Like, no problems. Like, accountability goes both ways. Like, I, I've never had an issue with it. Like, we're, we're cool about it. But, like, he knows. He knows. He reads. Like, and K, like KD did that, but then KD would, like, let it stew for a month. So I always like really, I always really appreciate it. Oh, so the difference difference is like call it out and then I can move on from it from after the conversation. I I was saying like when he broke that single game scoring record in in Chicago, you know, right beforehand, he's like, ah, you've been writing some bullshit. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what was bullshit about it? Like you've been forcing up shots, this and that. And he goes like, nah, man, you don't, you don't get it like that. And I'm like, explain it to me. And like, we had, we had a nice (laughs) talk. Like, and we've done this a couple of times. I do remember he was, he was playing terrible before that. But he yeah, god awful. I called him. I called him Big Lots Kobe Bryant. This was before Kobe passed, so I guess I could have probably dated it before uh, that. But Big Lots Kobe Bryant. He did not get like in. Big get Lots into Kobe your uh, get into your 2018 articles and edit that. No, <laughs> no. yeah, no. <laughs> no, don't worry about that. Like it was. First off, it was a great line. I, I, I maintain it because he was forcing up shots. They were still running him with the second unit, right? Like you would do that, like Iverson cut and on the floppy right. action. Like the entire offense was built around just like getting Clay the ball to take 16 footers, which sure. I liked it better with most spates. And uh, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was just clank city. And it's like, this is not a way to win basketball games. And I wrote it accordingly. I'm more interested in him calling you out, and but he let it go. Huh? I don't know if he let it go, but like we talked about it and like, it's not like hard feeling. He's just like, nah, I think, I think a lot of times, and this is the problem with social media, right? Like sure. Dennis, not to go full uh, old man grumpy or whatever, but like, okay, I write something in the paper or I write, I tweet something like I can get a text immediately. I can get, you know, DM, I can get whatever. I'm also like in the locker room. So like if I say something that's like way out of bounds, I got 15 people yelling at me about it. Right. It's happened. Like (laughs) I got to stand there and take it. And I can also explain myself. And like, even though I can write as much as I want or, you know, get, I can do a whole thread of tweets. Like that accountability doesn't exist if you're only interacting with the written word because stuff can get lost. Like I'm not going to explain my thought perfectly every single time. Sometimes I, you know, miss the point. Or it gets misinterpreted. I mean, I think, I think of the, the whole KD, um, Strauss interaction, yeah, um, and and like Ethan's a Ethan's a mutual friend, and yeah. but like my favorite part of that whole thing is Katie found out about it through a um, aggregated tweet yeah. that he so he didn't even read the article. He just like he got mad. He's like he, it, it's like you know like NBA Central or something. It's like Ethan Strauss says KD's gone. He's like, what the hell? <laughs> it's yeah. like, it, so it's kind that of funny. The, that how was the killer stuff. with KD. You would always find out that he had a problem with something that you wrote or said way later. And he would always have found out whatever you wrote or said through somebody else. And it's like, dude, like I can't, I can't try to recreate the game of telephone from a month ago. Like I just can't do it. It's totally and then you'd have to, you know, work it, and you never come to a consensus on them. <laughs> like you never, right. you never get to a place where like Clay would just be like, "Well, fuck you," you know, <laughs> you just walk away. It's like, okay, that's cool. Like that's fair game. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, with KD, it was always there was always like they were, he was always trying to get to the bottom of it. He still does. It's fucking ridiculous. All right, we we're gonna get to we got a couple callers who are gonna come on. Dieter, appreciate you sitting with us. Before we get Francisco on here. 
Yeah. Uh, World Cup officially started today. Well, tech, as far as I'm concerned, starting tomorrow. I have my yeah. alarm set, 4.55. I will be You're up. doing it. You're, gonna, you're not going to record it. You're going live. Uh, because it's Iran. I. Uh, that's fair. And because of everything that's going on in Iran, yeah. I, I feel like, and they're probably not going to play more than three games. Just like. I don't know. They got a good striker. They got a, a guy who plays for Porto. He's really good. Yeah. He is absolutely. Uh, like they, they got a chance to get out of the group, but like playing the odds, they won't. But anyway, I want to see it. So I'll be up early okay. and then I will probably complain to everyone that I woke up early. But, uh, but Francisco, <laughs> what's up? Anyway, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's just 30 minutes before I get my wake up call anyway. That's right. So, Francisco, right, Francisco, what's up, man? What's up, baby? Hi, Sam. Hi, Dieter. Well, uh, great game to, to stay up. Uh, like you asked me, you and Annie asked me a lot, what time is it here in Brazil? Okay, mm-hmm. today was an early game, so it was supposed to be earlier, but last night I had a cross-Atlantic flight. So I'm in Portugal, so I'm three hours <laughs> later, and it's 3.18, uh, 3.20 again in the morning. So you're, you're just like, I got to get to whatever time zone gets me the uh, light years post-game <laughs> yeah, show the, at 3 the, the light years, <laughs> The light years call at 3 in the morning. No, but... Uh, <laughs> That's why I said that. That's why I stayed up. I tried to to catch a game, and after that first quarter from Clay, you just had to, you had to keep up. It was a great game. He played great. Of course, he's not going to score forty every game. Okay, he's not going to have a shooting night shooting night like this. And but you can see is is getting back as long as he gets his legs back. I think he'll be. I think he'll be okay for the rest of the season. And. Uh, Curry is playing lights out. He's he's playing like a point guard <laughs> at the beginning mm-hmm. of the games. Like, of course, he's a point guard, but playing uh, yeah. distributing the ball. But in the end, he takes over whenever he has to. He takes over. I think he could have took the ball to the to the rim a lot more in the, in the beginning of not in the beginning in the beginning of his stint in the fourth. He could have took could have drove the ball a little bit more, but. The thing about pool, he's hesitating, and today he did two good. He had two good possessions, but like you said, as soon as he, as he misses, if he scores, he goes on an avalanche. But he had two good pull-up mid-range shots that he can get to because he's driving. He drives really hard when he when he's okay, and he can shoot from the outside. If he drives and stops, he has a lot of separation. He missed the two jumpers, you no. Know, it happens. They're not going to yeah. score every time, but if he can get in, in get out of his head and score those mid range, like Steph does sometimes. Steph is missing from the outside. He goes to the mid range. He stops. He scores, and then the game flows from there. But Poole just needs to get out of out of his head, and they're they're starting to be okay. The the starting five. They're great. They can play with any team, okay? But they cannot give up 15-point leads uh, to the bench, <laughs> okay? So but- you're, so you're in. Yeah, no, I, t- I completely agree with you, Francisco. I need a, I need a World Cup take before we get out of here, though. <laughs> what? Well, a World Cup take, man. I'm, I'm from Portugal. I'm in Portugal. Yeah. How's I'm, what's the? I'm a little hey, disappointed. The vibes, the vibes are not good with Portugal right no, now. No, yeah, no, exactly. no, no. I'm a little bit disappointed because last year is not gonna be was not a good year for Ronaldo. The 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 interview here in Portugal. I live in Brazil, but I listened to a lot of it. The the interview with Piers Morgan. Damn, <laughs> making Piers an, Morgan. having an interview with Piers Morgan is 
bottom of the barrel. Okay, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it is. There's uh, been a bunch of intrigue in the camp too, like the, the Man yeah, United guys. No, and yeah, the, him ooh. and Bruno Fernandez, and I don't know. And they they're it's it's too bad because they miss the striker. They've always missed the striker. Okay, I'm from a generation that when Rui Costa and Luis Figo played, okay, they were always missing a good striker. Now they have Ronaldo. Of course, they won the Euro Cup. Well, I cannot yeah. complain about that. Okay. Yeah, I was, I was gonna be we, like, at we lost they, it. At least we lost something. it at home. Okay, we lost it at home against Greece in the final. So winning it away in France. With uh, the not the beast card without Ronaldo in the on the field was great. Yeah. Okay, it's it's like a, a revenge, but on the French, not against Greece. It would have been better <laughs> against Greece. But the let me tell you one thing, Sam. It's a good thing, not a good thing for you, but uh, because of Iran, I play I play golf. Okay, I was with a, a British guy, and I don't know if he's just being negative, but he was saying, no, I don't know if you can get out of the group, Iran and it's, USA, and it's both. <laughs> <laughs> I, the the British, I, I do, Francisco. I appreciate you. Um, no, no they, fan base of any. They're like the Mets of global soccer. Dude, like the, so much worse. They, the they, pure, they the pure so hedge. Looking, they're so looking forward to being nil nil at halftime tomorrow, so that they could just like blame complain. it all on Gareth. They, they just love it so much. They love complaining. But then it's when tabloid. they win, but so then much. when they win. Just the gloating, like what do you he mean? Always I ne- knew. Of course, I know. I never doubted. I never, I never, I, doubted. I never doubted. I knew all along. It's like, exactly um, right. yeah, I was, I'm trying to think of American sports teams that, like, like the Mets kind of have that energy. Um, there is that Mets energy. I mean, I, I, I Niners I, a little bit these days. It's, it's so it, it doesn't the Niners these days. Niners, Chicago, is, gen- Niners is generational energy. Like yes. Chicago, like the entire city, just about anything. Cubs, like, Bulls, yeah, Bears, fucking sucks. And then the second yeah. it goes well, I knew like, they were gonna suck. And they, they win. It. It's like, oh yeah, you know, the Bears. <laughs> this is fantastic. This is, you know, <laughs> this is what we deserve. This it's so fucking bad. Yeah, New York and Chicago. Basically, it's places with shitty weather. Like that's the energy. So, man, right. I'm I'm excited for tomorrow. I'm, I'm excited. Nether- I think Netherlands still has it. Uh, and then the USA Wales game is gonna be heavy. That's a that's a big one because like that's pretty evenly matched. Like I, I can I can get behind Wales or the US getting out of the group. I think the US wins the group, if I'm being honest, because I think Iran takes a draw tomorrow off of England. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It, it is it's a very even group. Um, let's get to this. We got a super chat from awesome. Joe yes. going to Wise's <laughs> we didn't talk about this. Dude, this is this is next. To Wiseman's G League game tells me they're prepared to waste this Steph season. This is unsuitable. Are you asking for an injury without a trade? Um, let, let me say two things and then kick it to you. One, Steph played 37 minutes tonight, and it, it is it is fair to ask. You know, it's one thing if you you're, you're shorthanded for a couple weeks. It's mm-hmm. another like, are they going to do something about this? Or yeah. like there, there, there's there's a uh, there's a limit there, but. but I don't actually put too much in the lake up there other than the optics of it are fucking hilarious. I mean, what, what I get that he was the number two overall pick and I get that he's a legitimately nice kid who's had some shit not go his way, but why do we treat James Wiseman this way? 
Like, why is top to bottom the Warriors organization like so behind James Wiseman? There's like a there's like a level of pity that seems to they, be taken upon the kid, but it's not pity. Like, I can't figure think, out what the emotion is. I, so this is what weirds me out because, like, you know, you know, you know a bunch, and like I've, yeah. I've heard so, like he's obviously a little sensitive. Um, they they think. To, the way I read it, they think they can bring it out of him with like positivity. And I'm just sitting here going, all right, what's going to happen when they play a real game and uh, Jokic throws an elbow in his chat? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could only do the training wheel thing. And, and it's. They got fooled by Jordan Poole so goddamn hard. But like the difference between Poole and Wiseman, like we can go down the list, but there's two big ones. One, Jordan Poole's a shooter. This is a shooter's league. Like, that dude could shoot the rock. And there's never been a question that he could shoot the rock. The only no. question is, could he actually get the rock into the basket? He was so goddamn awful. It, but, like, the stroke was always there. And the confidence was there. And the ability to put the ball on the floor mm-hmm. and, like, get off a shot was there. He was just a bad basketball player who, like, just totally whacked out of his mind. Loves, loves to dance too, a little too much. The game was too fast for him by about a 1,000 miles per hour. And once it slowed down a little bit and he got himself a little bit of confidence and the vibe started to go up, he was able to build off of that. He still hasn't figured out the baseline, but like we've seen something pretty close to the peak and it's spectacular. So like, but he was the 28th pick. Like you could have failed with him and it wouldn't have been a problem. Jacob Evans just went away. No one ever had to think about Jacob Evans again. Sure. Like you just, you don't have to do this. They did the same. The only only player that I can think about, and obviously there haven't been too many like dramatic misses, but the only player who I can compare to what they're doing with Wiseman right now, and you'll love this, is Alan Smilagic. There's this just like we're going to we're going to make this work no matter what, and it's like, dude, it's not going to work. I'm happy to eat crow on this, like it's not going to work, not here, and probably not ever. Way too many barriers. And like, I, I get what's tantalizing about a seven footer who moves like that with that kind of touch, but it it's awesome. like, but it's, it's aesthetically just, very pleasing when it works well. Just, yeah. He's not, um, he doesn't have the feel. He doesn't have it. And like Damian Jones, baby, like, do you it's not dissimilar? Do you think he's on the worst past the trade deadline? Mm. Do I think he is? Yes. Do I think he should be? No. Okay. I, I kind of think I'm going to go with, I think it's too early to tell. I just, yeah. the uh, there's the other, there's the other aspect of they don't want to, uh, they don't want to sell low. And it's like the sunk cost thing. Oh, they could sell. It's, them. it's, it's like, it's like it. It is the sunk no, cost fallacy. No, I think it, they totally can sell him. The point is they'll get nothing back. Like you, you don't think yeah. OKC would take him as a, like, yeah, just it's a lot there's of money. like there's eight rebuilding teams out there who are like, well, worst case, he helps us get the top pick. Best case, we just swindled uh, a lottery pick out of the Warriors. Like it, there's no cost to OKC. I, so I anyway, just, I, I, but I the Warriors Damian don't Jones, want it. Man, they, the Warriors obviously want to recoup. They want to recoup value out of him, whether it's him on the court or like they trade him for something, you know, like I feel like that's the other part of it. Whereas like um, Smiley and Damian Jones, like at least they were picked in ranges that it doesn't matter. All right. Let's yeah, they could got... go away. Let's try it. Let's get to McWalters who I know 
has Yo. what he needs there. What's up, my man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the audio. No problem. Um, dude, this man no. prepared. Yeah, of course. Um, dude, Warrior Gooners here oh, in the Discord. We're, dude, we're, we're the England football fans when it comes to Wiseman. <laughs> we'd, we'd rather see the team just lose and get smoked so we can be like, Joe, you're an idiot. Joe, look, you're an idiot. Because just we get just out got in front smoked. of Chase Center chanting Lake about. Exactly. It's seriously, it's, it's going to get to that point. Um, that or else he's going to be Marvin Bagley Jr. Right? Where like we, he's so distressed that you'd either have to attach a pick to him or out, outright wave friend, him to get off. Friend the of the team. show, Ben Golliver on uh, on his pod called him Marvin Bagley the Fourth, and, I, and I, <laughs> like, uh, I spent way too long laughing at a very dumb. Oh con. God! The f- oh, I love God. that. I don't even think he has half the heart of Marvin Bagley. That's the real problem. Yeah, Marvin Bagley wanted it. He just couldn't do it. Yeah, exactly. Did he uh, want it? I, I feel yeah. Bagley was this. I actually think Bagley's a great example because high school star and yeah. then just starts getting Jay annoyed that like the coaches won't let him just cook. Like they want him yeah. to, they want him to play defense and they want him to basically, they're both yeah. big men who think that they should be KD. Like but at least he day. was serviceable at Duke. Wiseman couldn't even have a call. I mean, granted, he also yeah. he yeah. got to Memphis. But, like, he still was awful in those three games, you know, right? And, and mm. we want to give him the benefit of the doubt. But, I mean, I think I think he's shown everything that w- we can see from him, which is that he isn't going to amount to too much. And unless you want to attach a whole boatload of picks with him, you're not going to get something good in return for him. You're pretty much going to yeah. have to, to sink that away. That's awful. But that's not the important thing. The important thing is that we got 74 points between Steph and Clay, which is like the fourth or fifth most combined for them, like all mm. time, which is a crazy number. You would think there'd be way more like high scoring games, but usually it's like Steph or Clay going off, not Steph and Clay going off, which is yeah. freaking phenomenal. And we barely won this game. <laughs> Anyways, like that. <laughs> Those are the things that are concerning, right? Like we get another Herculean performance and one from Clay, and the game was still a nail biter. Like, yeah. oh my! And Wiggins God. played well too. Uh, yeah, minus yeah. minus the dunk, but yes, I mean he yes, did minus play a good the dunk. Game. But like that yeah. was a uh, I Wiggins mean, was line driving driving him in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> something special. No, it's like, it's like um, I don't know how many internal solutions there are to fixing this bench, um, and that's kind of the thing because it's like we know that the. The core guys can get it done. There's a couple players on the bench that I think can play roles, but like yeah. they need to, they probably need to add. And, you know, at least they got off the road, the road Schneid, five and two in the post big gym era. Hey, um, come strong New Orleans, you know, keep it close. Maybe we'll sneak that. One. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like the energy of saying oh, uh, maybe we'll sneak one out in New Orleans. <laughs> Just like yeah. I, I, I know that it's the accurate assessment of the scenario, but like, oh boy. Yeah, That's, how bad has it gotten that we're going to sneak something out in New Orleans? Jeez. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> maybe Herb Jones anyway. will give us the business. All right, Steph will have a two-block game. We'll be good. You know, he he's defensive player of the year. That's worth calling out tonight. We we don't we bear, this is how good Steph is: 33, yeah. 15, 7, three steals, two blocks. Um, spectacular doesn't even make a discussion for us. Like, yeah, that's what he does. Uh, Whatever. He missed a free throw. It was an off night. That's that's true. You know? Um, all right. Well, Nick Walters, appreciate you. Dieter. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. You hang in there. All right. Appreciate everyone to listen.
everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.